coming to you pre-recorded live at the opulent, salubrious and swanky studios of Stuff Audio, welcome to the Tova Podcast's inaugural Triennial Polly Awards, or as they're affectionately known in Pollywood, the Pollies! Please welcome to the microphone your host, the fabulous Tova O'Brien. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, what a crowd. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, thank you for joining me for this prestigious event. On this very special episode of the pod, we'll acknowledge those politicians who made a lasting impact on 2023's Battle of the Ballot Box. Some brought electricity to the election, others put the pain in the campaign. We have seven Polly Award categories for you and some very, very special national treasures to present them. It's customary on occasions like this for the host to tell a few jokes to prime the audience for the ceremony ahead. And with that in mind, here's what happened when we put one of producer Chris's favourite dad jokes to some of our big name guests during the campaign. Let the hilarity ensue. Grant Robertson. Chris told me a joke before. What do you do if you see a spaceman? I don't know. What do you do if you see a spaceman? Park man. He didn't think it was as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Nicola Willis. What do you do? Park man. <laughs> no one thinks it. I don't. I mean, that was a charitable you know fake would, laugh. Do you know who would love that? <laughs> my husband. Okay. That is Wait. what I would classify you as can... a dad joke, and actually, my son would. Love David that. Seymour. What do you do when you see a spaceman? Um, well, that hasn't actually happened before, so I don't know yet. Park, man. <laughs> James Shaw. Park, man. <laughs> Lol. Yeah. Okay. Shall we get cracking? Megan Woods. What do you do when you see a spaceman? Pardon? What do you do when you see a spaceman? What do you do when you see a spaceman? Park, man. <laughs> A resident podcast joke. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> yeah, actually, and yours is the, the best laugh so far and actually the most genuine. <laughs> Everyone else just gives me pity laughs. Riotous. And with that, it is time to crack on with the awards. We've all got them. A hype song that gets you pumped up for the big moments and for our country's political leaders, there is no bigger moment than taking the stage on election night to deliver their speech, be it victory or concession. To present the 2023 Polly for best entrance music, someone who always makes an entrance, the best entrance at that, comedian, hard-hitting investigative journalist and host of the must-listen full disclosure podcast, Karen O'Leary. Thanks Tova, it's an absolute privilege to present what I think we can all agree is fast eclipsing the Grammys as the most coveted musical prize, the Polly for Best Entrance Music. And the nominees are Winston Peters, who drove his way up to the stage to Elton John's I'm Still Standing. Not laughing now. <laughs> Raubari Waititi walking into his election night party to the haka Inuho Ana'o 
ETK Otoira. And Christopher Luxon, Day is Gonna Come by Royal Deluxe. And that's what you voted for, and that's what we will deliver. And the winner of the 2023 Polly for Interest Music is Rawari Waititi, backed up by Stunning Waiata and Haka, performed all around the country at each of Te Pati Māori's election night parties. Karen, thanks so much. And we should note as well, the judges report this was a very close award to call with Winston Peters in tight second with that hugely symbolic I'm Still Standing and New Zealand First's earlier blasting at their party of tub thumping, aka I Get Knocked Down But I Get Up Again, by British anarchist punk band Chumbawamba. Fitting. Now, after spending approximately two years and ten months in the protective embrace of the parliamentary precinct, there's nothing politicians look forward to more than hitting the road and visiting towns from Kaitaia to Invercargill on the campaign trail. But she's a big little country, so getting around and being visible are vital. Here to present the Pimp My Ride Polly is New Zealand's most successful ever rally driver. It is an honour to welcome Hayden Padden. Thanks, Tova. It's an honour to be invited. Obviously, how you roll is everything on the campaign trial. In this election, we saw it all. From shuttles, to buses, planes, to steeds. The nominations for the Pimp My Ride Polly this election campaign are X David Seymour and his Big Pink Bus, Big Pinky. Check out Big Pinky. Yeah, no, I think this is going to be a, a tremendous campaign and uh, on Big Pinky we're going to bring a lot of joy. Nationals, Christopher Luxon and his Big Blue Battle Bus. Pretty exciting day for the National Party. We've got our back on track Big Blue Bus and it's coming to a town in a city near you shortly. Winston Peters and his noble steed. To govern a country, you need experience. And this is not our first rodeo. <laughs> and Julianne Junta from the Greens for her unwavering dedication to pedal power. And the winner is Act Leader David Seymour. Not only did he have his big pinky bus, a bus that I've called the Stinky Pinky, there was also Little Pinky Shuttle and Pinky Plane, a four seater Cessna 180 load to act for the campaign. Thank you, Hayden. And Shane Jones popping up in there. Now, the Negative Nelly Award. This one's presented by someone who knows better than anyone how to find the funny in politics, even the nasty bits. With an abundance of positivity and good humour, hopefully some of it rubs off on our nominees. Please welcome the incredible Tom Sainsbury. Thank you, Tova. I'm thrilled to be here. And after the campaign we've had, don't be surprised that this category is a long one. The nominees are Christopher Luxon. I want to be crystal clear, Grant Robertson is going to go down as one of the worst finance ministers this country has ever had. Grant Robertson. She is lying about that. Well, OK, I'm just going to say... You get her on and ask her what her evidence was of that. 
Chris Bishop. Uh, this is a, a highly orchestrated, highly political, highly choreographed, American-style uh, hatchet job on Christopher Luxon. It's disgraceful. They should be ashamed of themselves. Chris Hipkins. The National Party and their surrogates have been running attack ads against me and against the government, the Labour government, since the day I took on the job. Winston Peters. We're not corrupt like you. You're on this programme trying to get rid of New Zealand first because your masters no, told you to. I'm asking... I've got news for you, Jack, and your masters. The people out there will decide this election, and the news for your masters is all bad. And Chris Hipkins again. You've, you've had five cabinet ministers go out and depart under your leadership. I think people and in Glasgow shouldn't be throwing stones. None of, throw my, none of my MPs beat people up with a bed leg. And a post-election honourable or maybe dishonourable mention for Damien Connor. Chris Hipkins, leader of the Labour Party. And the winner is Chris Hipkins for his bed leg claim in the final leaders debate. A comment there prompted a debate of its own. Some people hated it, some people loved it, but either way it earned him the hotly contested negative Nelly Polly. Thank you so much Tom. Our next category is one of the most coveted, the not-quite-relatable Polly, for attempts to curry favour with the electorate that didn't quite go to plan. Here to present the award is a man who, despite his many successes and achievements, is as relatable and in touch as they come, always working for the greater good. Please welcome businessman and so much more, Sir Ian Taylor. Thanks, Tova. Now, it's an honour to present such an important Polly Award. Relatability and being in touch is a must for politicians who purport to work for the people. But sometimes they just don't quite hit the mark. So, the nominees for the 2023 Not Quite Relatable Polly are... Christopher Luxon. How much do you spend a week on food? Um, I spend, I'm personally shopping every Sunday down in Wellington, probably about 60 bucks. Chris um, Well, I live, I live by myself. A lot more than 60 Winston Peters. What is one thing that each of you have changed or perhaps cut back on in the face of the cost of living crisis? Winston Peters. Cut back on the carbohydrate. Sam Uffendale. I try and do at least once a month, I get out there and take the the, uh, the shopping list off my wife and go out there and fill up the trolley. Not only is it an excellent way to get a bit of publicity with a National Party jacket on my back looking like the everyday man, it gives my wife a break and um, I get to understand what the, what the current prices are. And the Chris's, plural. How old were you when you brought your first home? Uh, 24. Yeah, it would have been about the same. And finally, David Seymour. People choosing between their kids, one having swimming lessons or the other having ballet lessons and they have to cancel one because they can't afford both as the mortgage goes up. Whatever walk of life you're from, people are hurting. And the winner is... Nationals Tauranga MP Sam Uffendale. Congratulations, Sam, but I have to say, the competition was pretty stiff. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sir Ian. Legend. And congrats, Sam. Well deserved. Ha hey, hang on. Hang on. What's this? I'm hearing I'm hearing a late last minute entry is coming in. What's that? 
Okay, it's post-election, but I'm told the judges are allowing it because we allowed Damien O'Connor swearing at News Hub's political editor, which was also after the election. Here is outgoing Labour list MP Dan Rosewarn showing up to work this week to pack up his office, lamenting the loss of perks. The biggest thing for me was, you know, going to the Koro Club um, and then the, the red lights of doom go off because your Koro Club's been cancelled. And to me, it's, kind of, it's, it's all about kind of, you know, moving from champagne to lemonade. I didn't think it was possible, but he has done it. Dan Rosewarn has taken out an honorary poly, tying Sam Uffendale for the prize. Wowee, how are you enjoying the show so far? It is time to take a short intermission, however, from the awards while we remember those we've lost in 2023. Thank you, Tova. Please now remove your hats, bow your heads and be upstanding to join us as we honour the dearly departed. Those who lost or vacated their seats in Parliament this election, or are likely to, ahead of the counting of special votes. Independent MPs Elizabeth Kerekere and Mecca Faitere, who defected to the Māori Party. From the Green Party, List MPs Jan Logie and Eugenie Sage. From ACT, List MPs Chris Bailey, James McDowell, Tony Severin and Damien Smith. From the National Party, List MP David Bennett, Waitaki MP Jackie Dean, List MP Harete Hipango, Rangitike MP Ian McKelvey, Bay of Plenty MP Todd Muller, Tamaki MP Simon O'Connor, and List MP Michael Woodhouse. And from the Labour Party. East Coast MP Kitty Tucker Allen, New Plymouth MP Glenn Bennett, Nelson MP Rachel Boyack, List MP Nazi Chen, Dunedin MP David Clark, List MP Tamati Coffee, List MP Liz Craig, Kilmatai MP Paul Eagle, Your Party MP Shannon Hobbit, Malay MP Lily, List MP Anna Kanawaha, Susie Kapani MP Anna Yu, Yasa Oyo MP Sigurd, List MP Andrew Wilson, List MP Hyman, 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 Forever in our thoughts. Time to lift the mood now as we return to our awards with the Polly for Social Media Sensation. Here to present the award, a social media sensation himself, Patrick Paddy Gower. Thank you so much, Tova. Such an honour uh, to be here to present a Polly. Now, there has been an unprecedented twist. The Polly for Social Media Sensation, which is, of course, awarded to the politician with the most entertaining or viral social media game on the campaign. This has never happened before. Three of the four nominees are the same person. And the nominees are is Shane Jones for the Shane Jones Shanty. The second nominee is Shane Jones for Shane Jones in the club. Go, 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 Shane Jones. It's my party. We're gonna party like it. It's my party. New Zealand first, yo, it's my party. We would really like your vote because it's my party. Come find me on news. And the third nominee is Shane Jones for the Shane Jones song. To our people. I took a billion trees and planted everywhere. Rounded out the nominations, Jonesy's boss, Winston Raymond Peters, for Winston Peters. This is not my first 
Rodeo. And this is not our first Rodeo. And the winner is, you guessed it, Shane Jones. Congratulations, Jonesy. Matua Shane. Thanks, Paddy. What an upset. We're on the home stretch now, I'm sorry to say, but we still have some huge awards to come. The first, a personal favourite of mine, Campaign Clangers, some of the great highlights of New Zealand political history. Think David Cunliffe's failure to know his own capital gains tax in 2014, Judith Collins describing obesity as a weakness in 2020. Here to present the 2023 Polly for Campaign Clanger, the consummate campaign queen herself, three-time campaign champion, Helen Clark. Welcome. Thanks, Tova. You can plan a campaign down to the minute, but always beware the creeping clanger. They can hit when least expected and reliably always at the worst possible time for the offending party. This campaign was no exception. The nominees for the 2023 campaign clanger are the ACT Party for its now former candidate's song, a love song to Cindy. But she's just thinking about throwing you in a gulag. This was topped only by his leader, David Seymour's so-called joke about the Ministry for Pacific Peoples. You would send a guy called Guy Fawkes in there and it'll be all over. <laughs> New Zealand first talking about toilets during a cost of living crisis. No one with a penis should be allowed into a woman's toilet. <laughs> the National Party when economists started picking its tax policy apart. If you are so certain, you are so rock solid, will you resign if you don't realise that first $715 million? I haven't even got the job yet. But back yourself. If you're so rock solid, you told me this before, if you're so rock solid, just back yourself. I am absolutely rock solid. It's a voodoo plan. It's a fantasy plan. It doesn't add up. What a load of rubbish. And actually most parties get an honourable mention for overly enthusiastic politicking come Misinformation. Under this lot and that, this lot, it's all gone. Uh, run of the minimum yeah, wage. Well, he admitted that that was wrong and he said something that wasn't true. Will you sack all the teachers? Uh, no. Sack all the teachers. I That's ridiculous. He's lying. I haven't seen that comment. On the other side, you've got actually Labour, the Party Māori, the Greens, and Harry Tam and the gangs. That is a coalition of chaos. We're not Indigenous as Māori. We came here from Hawaii. What we are and have had confirmed as a movement is that it is a um, supporter who is a well-known uh, national supporter. And this was confirmed by police to Te Pāti Māori? This was confirmed to me by um, our, our party, by our president, who had it confirmed by the police. OK. So, the winner is... the ACT Party. That pruning candidate stood down and he wasn't the only one. Another one quit over posts likening vaccine mandates to Nazi concentration camps. And another apologised after speculating that the COVID vaccine caused drownings. Congratulations, ACT, on the Campaign Clanger Award. Thank you very much, Helen Clark. And from one former three-time champ to another, 
here to present the broken record, Polly, for most overused political buzzword or phrase this campaign. A man who knows the art of the campaign better than most, campaign king, Sir John Key. Thanks very much, Tiger. Well, mastering having key messages is critical for politicians on the campaign to get their ideas across to those unsuspecting voters. Taking those phrases and mashing them up like whoop potatoes into montages is also a time-honoured game journalists like to play to make us poor unsuspecting pollies look bad. So the nominations for Polly for the Broken Record are... Christopher Luxon. Because a national government will deliver for the squeezed middle. Let's put huge pressure under the squeezed middle. Squeezed middle. Squeezed middle. Squeezed middle, as I call it. Chris Hipkins. Bread and butter issues like good, affordable housing. The bread and butter of good government. Just on the bread and butter issues. The bread and butter issues. Some of those bread and butter issues that New Zealanders are certainly focused on. Winston Peters. To govern a country, you need experience. However, none of these people have been in cabinet before. They'll need some experience, for goodness sake. <laughs> and, well, this one doesn't really count, but throwback to David Seymour's 2014 campaign video, which gets an honourable mention. Hi. 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 At the end of the day, though, folks, the winner is our new Prime Minister, Christopher Luxon. You say broken record, I say recognising the needs of the old squeezed middle. And by the way, it worked. Party Vote National. Oh, snuck that one in there. Thank you so much, Sir John Key. Now, to wrap things up, arguably the most politically prestigious accolades in Aotearoa Awards history, certainly in the history of political pods produced by people called Tova, the Legacy MVP Hall of Fame Polly Honours Awards. It is my great privilege to announce the Legacy MVP Hall of Fame Polly Honours Award for services to education in both literacy... Ken. K-A-N. Very good. ..and possibly, we'll see, numeracy... Um, they've been dodging questions on how they make their numbers add up because they know their numbers don't add up. A hands-down no-contest win for our new Prime Minister-elect, Christopher Mark Luxon. What's K-A-T? I'm just checking, I'm just checking. Up next, one of our very own Polly Award presenters, Paddy Gower. Congratulations, Paddy. You are the inaugural recipient of the Legacy MVP Hall of Fame Polly Honours Award for services to party. Have either of you done MDMA? <laughs> well, actually, I mean, I feel like I should give him a hug or something. Exceptional. He'll be ecstatic about that. What a ceremony, what a campaign. And that concludes our inspirational, intense, informative, ingenious, indulgent, possibly infuriating, but ultimately inspirational, inaugural, triennial Holly Awards. 
What an incredible celebration of our political heavyweights and congratulations to all of our winners. Make sure you send us your nominees for the People's Choice Polly or if you demand a recount on any of our judges' choices, let me know. Email tova at stuff.co.nz. You've been listening to Tova, hosted and produced by me, Tova O'Brien. The awards will be back in three years, but there's a new episode of the podcast every Thursday until then. And next week should be back to what passes for normal. You can listen to them all at stuff.co.nz slash Tova or wherever you get your podcasts. If you follow us on your favourite podcast app, you'll get the latest episode automatically and keep an eye on the feed for bonus shortcasts. Special thanks to our amazing announcer, Almo, audio editor extraordinaire, Connor Scott, and executive producer, so many more things than that, Chris Reed. Most of all, thanks to you for listening. A week is a long, long time in politics. Three years until the next awards is a lifetime. Anything could happen. We got you. Kakite. Keeping politicians on their toes takes work. Please support us at stuff.co.nz slash contribute. Most GP practices in New Zealand are closed to new patients. What do people do if they can't see a GP? It's a real concern. A lot of people end up in the emergency department. We know those are overrun and we know that many, many people are turning up with conditions which really should be treated in primary care. We really need to look at the funding. We need to look at how that is distributed because we know if more money is put into primary health care, then we're, we're actually stopping people going to hospital. For everything that's worth talking about, find and follow Newsable wherever you get your podcasts.